2022 Rookie Combine Preview episode. What I have here is nine rookies that I want to identify as having a lot on the line either to gain or lose at the 2022 NFL Combine. I will start the show here with a little bit of the introduction as to why the NFL Combine is important for fantasy football purposes, and then I'll outline nine players here who I think could have their stock rise or fall based on their performance throughout the week of the NFL Combine. Now, the NFL Combine does kick off on Monday, February 28th. Not a ton of action that you're going to hear about publicly necessarily until Thursday when the on-field workouts start. They will run through the weekend. Now, I want to be clear here because I think there can be a real disconnect for folks when understanding the NFL Combine, we are back at it this year. No real Combine last year. We relied on pro day testing, and that was a little hit or miss, right? We had some what we believe to be exaggerated numbers coming out. But here's the key. A lot of fantasy football folks lock in on the testing numbers, the 40-yard dash, the bench press, the three-cone drill, right? All of these on-field measurements are helpful. They're useful. They will affect the way NFL teams perceive your favorite fantasy football prospect. However, the NFL Combine was started as in is first and foremost an event where NFL teams can have their medical staffs check out any prospect that they're interested in. That is number one. Medical procedures, the medical process is the number one element of every NFL combine. Number two is the interview period. Teams have an unprecedented level of exposure to this point with their prospects that they're interested in. Now, they're assessing personality, they're assessing, you know, the psychology behind players, and for some players, such as the quarterback position, it's important they have the chance to get them up on the whiteboard, running plays, talking through the decisions that they've made, the mistakes that they've made through their college tape, and that is going to be even more important than a lot of folks than testing numbers. Testing numbers are important, we're going to talk about that, but I need folks to understand it's medical's first interview second, and then testing numbers third. Now that we have a little bit of an introduction and a background as to which of those uh, three factors could be affecting the fantasy football portfolios, let's go ahead and look at nine different players who could have their value rise or gain for various reasons here, starting with Matt Corral, the rookie, uh, future rookie here coming out of Mississippi. Matt Corral, unlike all of his other quarterback, kind of the, the uh, tier one quarterback prospects, Matt Corral is the only one who is not at the senior bowl. So it's going to be really important that Matt Corral goes through the passing drills, looks good from the quarterback position, but here's the key. Folks are going to want to get Matt Corral 
to get under the hood, right? They're going to want to understand Matt Corral. There's various rumors out there about Matt Corral. I'm not going to get into them because I don't have sources on them. But different incidents in his past where NFL teams are going to want to sit down with Matt Corral, get an understanding of his personality, get an understanding of his uh, psychological stability, and if they want him to be the image of their franchise. Because Matt Corral's talent right is right up there with the top of the class and justifies being a top selection in the draft class but for for corral specifically that second thing i mentioned the interview period that's what's going to be really critical here as part of the process and i should mention too i didn't mention this in my introduction but i would be remiss to add if they didn't go to the senior bowl or there is not official measurements on them yet a lot of players do already have their official measurements but a guy like matt corral may not have an official measurement out there, right? Kenny Pickett, remember, he didn't do the hand size at the Senior Bowl. He'll have to do the hand size at the Combine. So official measurements and weigh-ins are really important as well. And for Matt Corral, that will factor in to a degree, right? We think Matt Corral's coming in at six foot. That might be a little bit of a concern. If for some reason Matt Corral comes in at six one or six one and a half, that also could really, you know, boost his draft stock. I don't think he will. I'm not saying he, that will happen, but that could be a situation where a player such as Matt Corral could benefit from that measurement or that or that way in all right number two is going to be Carson Strong so now we're jumping into that first category that I told you was the most important it's the medicals this has been the question mark surrounding Carson Strong and quite frankly this is why we're not having a consistent conversation about Carson Strong as a first round quarterback right because there's some folks out there that flip on the Carson Strong tape uh, such as myself and say all right we have first round potential right right we have a big arm we have the ability to push the ball downfield we have you know fairly good mental process Processing skills. We've seen these types of guys, especially coming out of the group of five, be later first round draft selections in the past, right? So why are we having that conversation consistently with Carson Strong? It's because there are these rumors out here of the knee injury with Carson Strong. And it's not just the injuries that he suffered, right? The 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 belief is that, or I should say the, the concern is that Carson Strong has a kind of chronic uh, knee injury here that may shorten his career permanently, right? Essentially, it was an injury that he suffered in middle high school here, that, that age frame that never got properly fixed and over time has gotten re-injured to the point where it might just be a degenerative uh, knee condition here, a la the worst case scenarios folks have mentioned like the Brandon Roy NBA injury. And again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not commenting on that. I'm telling you what concern is out there. So what's going to be critical is when Carson Strong gets evaluated by NFL medical staff. Remember, each team gets their individual medical staff to go through and examine these guys. Carson Strong is going to drop from some people's boards or he's going to stay on some people's boards, right? If an NFL team does not, if a player does not check out with an NFL team's medical staff, that player like Carson Strong, he wouldn't go from a first round pick to a, to a fourth round pick. He would go from on their board to off their board, right? That's not how NFL teams don't move you down rounds based on medical injury. They take you off your board, right? So Carson Strong could be a first round pick if he checks out with the right NFL medical staff or he could completely fall into being a day three selection. And we're only really going to know, we'll hear rumors, we'll hear chirping, we'll hear different things. We're only really gonna know the result of this 
at the NFL or on NFL draft night, right? Most likely, if we don't see Carson Strong go in the top 50 picks, he didn't check out medically. But for the most part, we will not actually know that, which is what's so tricky about the medical side of things and why fantasy football players don't really hone into it because we don't always get all of the answers. We might get rumors, but I'm going to caution you ahead of time with the rumors. Now, let's jump into another category here. Let's go testing and measurements, right? Tyler Algier, the, the running back at a BYU. This is a critical, critical uh, examination for him. I have him number three on the list, but I'm not necessarily ranking them in order of importance. I'm kind of going position by position, as you might be able to pick up on here. Tyler Algier, I think, is really, really critical because he's strong. He's physically has great contact balance. He was a two-star recruit at a high school, and I think it has to do with his physical ability. He'll measure in fine. He's got solid size, uh, solid height, solid weight. It's that 40-yard dash time. I'm worried. I'm worried about Tyler Algier. If he's going to run uh, in the four fives, he very well could not run in the four fives. And at that point, I think he would drop out of that day two conversation, right? I could be totally wrong. He's a player that it's hard to see speed on tape, right? Because he's not necessarily playing against the toughest level of competition. It can be sometimes difficult to judge the play speed against group of five competition, which is primarily what BYU played against. So that's why the NFL combine is going to be so important for Tyler Algier. Those three cone drills test the explosion, the 40 time, test that speed here. I'm a little bit worried, and that's why I've kind of been borderline on Tyler Algier, but if he goes out there, he runs a good uh, time for his weight, you know, in the four fives, mid four fives, then he could have the opportunity there to, to push for that top five uh, fantasy ranking here in the running back position. And for some folks, he may be even higher than that. Some folks who are bold on Algier may even push him up to running back three or four in the rankings, not me. I think his cap for me, it personally is running back five. Uh, and, and at least he could bump himself to running back six and, and solidify that spot with a good 40 time. But if he runs a bad 40 time, he could really see himself free fall. Next up is Rashad White. Again, I want to see athletic testing numbers for Rashad White because that's what his MO has, right? Everybody's excited about his explosiveness. They didn't show up at the Senior Bowl. They didn't necessarily know. They don't do drills in the same way they do on-field drills, right, for the combine. And so it's just I've been proceeding with a little bit of cautious, uh, a cautious uh, pessimism here with Rashad White. He's been slowly sliding down the board as other running backs have been impressed by. Here's Rashad White's opportunity. If you are a Rashad White fan, this is your weekend. You need him to come out, test well, really measure in strong here with, with good size and weight, and then, you know, be explosive in this athletic on-field testing, the on-field workouts, right? That's what's going to be really critical here for Rashad White. He's somebody who could see a resurgence in his NFL draft stock. Now, this one's interesting, but I felt like it was important to mention Traylon Burks, the wide receiver out of Arkansas, because if you are a Traylon Burks fan, you've probably been advocating for him to be the 101, even in a super flex league, right? There's all of these, you know, all of this narrative around, should he be, should he, you know, shouldn't he be? I've, I've explored these in the different rookie big board mock drafts. If you want to go back, re-listen to those episodes. Here's the thing though, Traylon Burks is not losing, right? It's going to be a question of how much can he gain at the combine. If he goes and runs a ridiculously impressive 40 time, then Traylon Burks could skyrocket himself up to, to locking in a top 10 NFL draft selection. And if he does that, then we're going to be in a really good spot here for, for my fellow Traylon Burks truther. So he's going to be an interesting one to watch. That's number five here on the list. 
Number six, let's go back to medicals. Let's go back to injuries here. It's George Pickens, the wide receiver out of Georgia. Some uh, really, and I got to tell you, you know, uh, let me know, of course, as always, if you're watching, you know, drop the comments on the videos. George Pickens is the guy that folks have consistently been telling me I'm not high enough on. I think we might be surprised with some of the athletic testing that George Pickens does. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be solid. I don't think it's going to blow anybody out of the water. He's not going to run the fastest 40 time. And medically, it's going to be important to see if he checks out if NFL teams expect him to be in a place medically with that knee injury, that he's going to be back at 100% when it comes time uh, for the, that post-NFL draft, you know, the initial rookie minicamps, OTAs, those types of things. Coming in at number seven here, the next guy that I want to talk about is wide receiver Sky Moore out of Western Michigan. I highlighted Sky Moore in particular because he's getting that that typical rise we see from the group of five guys, right? Really impressive year. People put on their tape. NFL draft chatter, day two. Can he be that, that wide receiver that hits NFL day two NFL draft capital? Right now, I think so, yes. And what I'm hearing is that folks uh, might expect Sky Moore to actually run quicker than you'd expect. He's kind of, or faster than, than you'd expect, because he's kind of a guy who plays quicker than he does fast on tape. Again, another one, it's hard to tell against group of five competition, but Sky Moore might go out and really surprise folks with how quickly he runs. And if he does that, he's probably going to solidify day two NFL draft capital here. Two more guys we got to talk about. Here it is. Here's Justin Ross. Every time I do a video that has Justin Ross, Ross's name in it. I'm told, man, you're not high enough on Justin Ross. Remember how good Justin Ross is. There's a variety of things that factor into the Justin Ross ranking. And he's somebody I want to rank Justin Ross higher than I have been, right? This is the situation where one of the big reasons I developed the rookie big board formula is because it helps me check my bias. I love Justin Ross's early film. I want to like Justin Ross. We have a significant injury that still does need to get checked out. Remember, DK Metcalf with that neck injury, he had been a couple years clear of that injury and he still got taken off of some boards. That's why he fell to Seattle. And so Justin Ross still may get taken off of some boards medically and we need to see that on-field workout. We need to see him look explosive. He does not look explosive in his 2021 tape. There's rumors that he was playing through an injury the entire season. He didn't. He just didn't look the same. So we need him to come out and we need him to look really good because if he does, I'll be the first one to jump right back on board, right? Because I want to like Justin Ross. Right now, I do still see him as a third to fourth round rookie pick, or at least that's the value he's going to return. I want to sit here and I want to tell you that he's going to be a second round rookie pick. I can't tell you that. Maybe after the combine, I'll feel more confident in being able to do that. And then the last guy here that I want to put on the list is tight end Greg Dolchich out of UCLA. Greg Dolchich is a perfect example of a guy who on tape, you know, he's a little bit of a tweener, right? And so we're going to be able to go, uh, for folks who may not be familiar Greg Dolchich he's an undersized tight end he, and, but he's going to play tight end to the next level he's athletic he's got good pass catching ability and I think he's going to go to Indy and gain some momentum because I think he's going to run some faster 40 times than some of the wide receivers that we like right and when he go and, and when he goes and does that there's going to be an NFL team or two that say all right this is a unique creative uh, piece that I can add to my NFL offense here and I think it's going to push his draft stock up so don't be surprised if we leave the weekend talking more than you would expect here about tight end Greg Dolchich out of UCLA so there are my my top nine players to watch here for fantasy football purposes. As always, I want to hear your thoughts as well. So if you're watching the video, go ahead and leave a comment here on YouTube. And if, by the way, if you're just listening, I got to tell you, check out the YouTube channel as well. Drop a comment. Let me know if, if these are the same rookies you're watching this week, or if there's more that you're interested in. Let's have some back and forth conversation on which one of those three buckets we might want to watch them for. As always, I encourage you to check out 
Patreon.com slash the FF Educator. Get access to the rookie ranking in the Discord channel here. Over 100 members in the Discord channel. And it's the turn of the month, right? Which means you get the best value at Patreon.com slash the FF Educator. Just $3 a month to get access to the full rookie rankings in the Discord channel. Or you could save 15% with an annual membership. I encourage you to check it out. And I encourage you, or I should say, as always, I appreciate you checking out this episode of the Rookie Big Boy.